Welcome to the Rev Thinking Podcast, where we are helping motion design and production studios reach the next level. Today is Wednesday, October the 12th. I'm Joel Pilger, and today Tim Thompson and I are announcing Creative Studio Jumpstart. Welcome to Rev Thinking. RevThink leverages years of experience and practical wisdom to help owners of top creative studios. So you don't have to choose between following your passion and running your business. Your hosts are Joel Pilger and Tim Thompson. Hey, RevThinkers, I'm really excited about today because we're announcing Creative Studio Jumpstart. This is a new program that has been in the works for uh, about a year, which is targeted at small studios and helping them because we have a good handle on why small studios struggle. You know, so if you're feeling like your studio is maybe stuck, you might be wondering how do top studios, how did they get to where they are? And what if you could jumpstart your studio to get to the next level? Well, then you're gonna wanna listen in carefully today to hear about this program which is really focused on small up and coming motion design studios and production companies. And at its core, it's teaching you all the things that maybe no one ever taught you about running a creative business. And now they're being taught by a bunch of guys who've actually done it themselves and for dozens of other studios too. So uh, if you're interested, please go to RevThing.com to find out more. Uh, we're only accepting a certain number of limited members into the program. It is going to fill up fast. And so far we've gotten, um, I don't know, about uh, 10 people joining from all over the world. So we've got people in New York and L.A., but we've also got people in uh, Germany, New Zealand, and Belgium, of all places, uh, signing up. And looks like we're going to get some folks from Argentina and Chile to boot. So it's going to be great. Would love to have you in the program. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, welcome to Rev Thinking. It's good to be with you today. And with me today is our very own Joel Pilger. Welcome, Joel. Howdy. Howdy. Good to be with you on the podcast today. Yeah, it's great. This is one of our favorite days of the week, I think. Podcast Tuesday. That's right. We're always trying to get the show out on Wednesdays, if at all possible. Um, and we're we've been pretty good about it, but you know, don't hold us don't hold us to it on a regular basis. That's right. It's like some days I think we need our own consultants on how to do a podcast in order to get the thing out the door. Now there's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so where were you last week? Did you travel last week? Were you um, where in the world? Were you? I think it's San Francisco for a day or two. I was in San Francisco, but since this isn't really a travel show, more of a consulting show, I was just there for my birthday. I enjoyed ah. it, but that's. But however. Um, I know that together we were dealing with a few of our client issues and some of them were coming up um, almost perfect timing to Monday's release of the motionographer article. Um, why don't you just talk for about 30 seconds on the things you did last week and the kind of challenges you came up against when you were in L.A.? Yeah, really interesting. Um, so we were working with a new uh, client studio in L.A. And I think what's interesting is just really tackling some of the issues that um, I would say more established and maybe medium to large size studios and what they're facing um, as opposed to what the smaller studios are facing. And in that motionographer article, um, I think what a lot of people reacted to, and if you haven't read it, of course, we encourage you go to motionographer and you'll see a post there um, with my name in it. I can't remember the exact title, but something about seasons of a creative um, but yeah, we talked about those seasons and how, you know, small firms um, and the seasons that they're in face different issues and challenges than what the larger, more established studios face. And I think, you know, last week was just kind of an interesting, yeah, this is 
this is what it looks like and this is uh, what studios are up against you know what that discovery of the seasons of a creative firm really is some of the greatest conversations we have when we're talking to a new client um when i a lot of the podcasts um, that we're doing even articles we're writing seem to be dealing with that transition either the transition of a season or the elements of a season that you're going that you would have to deal with no i think i mean that's good it's it, what's funny is um i think a lot of times when uh, an owner of a studio reaches out to us a lot of times that's the starting point like i read this thing and i and i'm amazed how uncanny it was that you you sort of know where i'm at and what i'm facing and I guess it's a little bit like, you know, a person as you go through life, when you're young, or you're a teenager, you're facing these kinds of issues. And then, you know, but then when you're older and you have a house and kids, you're facing very different issues. Um, and just bringing us being able to bring some understanding and context uh, and that outside perspective, I think, is really refreshing for people. Yeah, I love it as a general theme of the work that we do, even even, you know, from the very beginning, um, the ability to reflect and understand what I had learned and and developed and grown through as I went from imaginary forces and all of its stages of development, trailer park, you know, was 40 people when I started at trailer park. And when I left, it was 400. You talk about the seasons of a creative company like that. It was a development beyond most people's experience. That was incredible. Yeah. It's really, it was really exciting to be part of it and to have an operational, um, perspective on what was going on, the needs, the requirements, the systems, infrastructure, you know, a lot of just starting RevThink began with that knowledge base. Um, even the name Revolution Thinking, which is RevThink is short for Revolution Thinking, was the thought of a revolution is a transition. It's it's the turning around and it's the time that something changes. And Revolution Thinking is just basically consulting through transitions. But it's a fancier name, of course. Than just right. like... much, cle- much more clever and uh, <laughs> snappy. That's right. And RevThink sounds kind of short. I don't know what the short version of the other one would be. Right. Um, but that idea of transition really is a lot of the conversations we have. Um, so even from the very beginning, those transitions have been a very important part of our consulting because a lot of companies know there's something beyond their current work and they're curious on what that work might be, how that might look, um, or even the steps to accomplish it. We call them the ingredients necessary to be part of the next stage. Um, but they don't have the experience or knowledge or resources to understand what that what those ingredients are to make that part of their current company. Yeah, and I think what you just described is especially acute for uh, the small studios, right? Because not, they just haven't been through a lot, so they're they're always, of course, the ones that are wondering. Is this normal? Like I'm working really hard and I'm kind of making progress, but is this all there is? Am I supposed to grow? Am I supposed to, you know, make more money? Am I supposed to just get more clients? Like what's going to get me into the season where I get happy and I start accomplishing my goals? And just that lack of perspective, I think can be really challenging. You know, you just don't know what you don't know. And that's, that's hard. So I think that's, Maybe what's refreshing about the perspective that we can bring to the to small studios is to say, no, it's very, very normal. You're you're okay, um, and if you want to move forward, here's what that looks like, and here's maybe the trade offs. Right, and I think you said it well in the, your article, "Why Small Studios Struggle." Um, the the idea that in the painful stage, that first stage, that's five hundred thousand dollars around or less, 
you're best, basically mastering one element of your company. That's right. But that next push, actually, you have to add three new ones. Oh, the rest of the transitions, maybe you add one or a couple more, but that's the biggest push. You have to master three brand new elements of your company and 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 hire people to do that, work through those processes um, to make that happen. Um, and that really is a struggle point. Yeah, you nailed it. I, I, I came up with the term calling it... Um it's like achieving escape velocity. You know what I mean? Like um, when a rocket ship is going to blast off that you have to get to a certain speed before you can even get into a higher orbit. <laughs> it's sort of that idea of, okay, wow, I've got to master all this, these couple things in my entrepreneurship uh, skills and habits. I've got to master some marketing things and I've got to master some sales things. And unfortunately what the habits that the, uh, the owner has mastered that got them to that painful season in the first place um, and gave them a certain amount of success, they have to let go of those things and actually replace them. So I think that's really difficult because people think, okay, well, I've got a certain amount of sales and I'm doing okay at marketing um, and so forth, but then they don't, you know, it's hard for them to embrace, wait a minute, to go beyond this, I actually have to ditch my current habits. And those things are often like a security blanket. Like, no, I've got a certain amount of business and I want to protect this. Um, so it, it can, it can sort of become a vicious cycle. And that's a bit of what we talked about in that article you just referenced. Um, yeah. which, which one was, Oh, the why small studios struggle. Yes. It makes sense. Doesn't it? Where someone first starts a company, that company is based on the work that they're capable of doing based on the talents that they have, the things that they love, their special eye or creative edge that they bring to a client, um, into a project. And then they leverage that towards building a company. But the, when you focus on that and you're spending all your hours doing that, how do you ever develop those skills? How do you develop that ability um, in those areas, sales and marketing, entrepreneurship, to get past that first painful level? Yeah. Well, there's a there's a myth that I know I fell prey to back 20 plus years ago, and a lot of people do. And it's it's like, hey, it goes like this. I'm really great at this creative work. I should go start a business. And, you know, that we have friends around us and family around us and they say, that's a great idea. And they really encourage us. And then, of course, you start you do that and you realize quickly within a few years that these ingredients of marketing and sales and eventually production and operations and finance and all this stuff, like we don't know how to do those things. But our business survival and growth depends upon them. So there's this tension. Um, so that's where we are. We definitely love to come alongside even the small studio owners and say, hey, to to move forward and not um, work yourself to death all the time and to achieve this next level of success that you're hungry for and that you sense is out there, you have to, you have to make this sort of leap, this jump, as we call it. And to be honest, I think that's why I'm most excited about Creative Studio Jumpstart. The time and ability that we have at RevThink to deal with every small studio and give them those first initial skills um, is limited. So something like Creative Studio Jumpstart is a way that somebody can just jump in and start developing those skills, understand that those levels, understand each ingredient that needs to be accomplished, and the, the beginning of that process that they can walk through um, and grow their company is is great for us to offer that finally. Yeah, I mean, it's super cool because, you know, for our listeners out there, this has actually been an idea that you and I have been kicking around for well over a year, right? Like, how could we, uh, as a consultancy, we're obviously um, very adept and happy to serve the medium and larger size studios, but we've got this heart 
you know, we're fans of the industry. We have a heart for the smaller studios. And this program is our our answer to that, right? It's our way of saying, hey, let's create a program that small studios can plug into uh, that's obviously very affordable and scalable, but they can get access beyond just the blog, as great as our blog is and those are all those articles and as great as our podcast is, right? Or we'd like to think, um, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, those are, those are useful and those are helpful, but some small studios approach us and say, okay, that's great. Now, how do I take all this and apply it to my situation personally? And Jumpstart answers that, right? Because we're actually building a community, right? This first community of 40 or so owners. And then, you know, myself and you and other experts will be doing a weekly uh, question and answer session, which is going to be super cool. That's where, you know, somebody can answer, ask that specific question about how do I do this or how do other studios answer this challenge? Um, and then, of course, it's all happening within a private Facebook group. So we just have the all the advantages that come with um, being able to meet everybody else and exchange conversations. And I, it's it's really cool right now to just see okay conversations happening between people uh, here in the states. I've got you know studios in New York and L.A. and Denver having conversations with uh, studio owners in Belgium and Germany and New Zealand. So that's I mean that's incredible. I'm I'm so excited to see how I'm going to help, you know, jumpstart these studios to the next level. Of course, that's great. But seeing other um, owners interact with one another, that's that's really cool. And I, of course, have, I very much encourage owners to get together and have that communication. Yeah, you know, you know what I love about the the process that we're building. And I know you share this with me, is that we have a conviction that the there are things that make companies different that need to stay different. Each company should be unique and each company should offer something unique to their clients. I think the competition in the creative environment is good and we don't want to make everyone the same. So we don't want to McDonaldize and mass produce elements of a business that uh, everyone should follow and therefore there's no differentiation. But there are elements that can be repeated from one company to another to make them strong, healthy, and viable. I love how what you're doing with Creative Studio Jumpstart is taking that conviction that we could walk and talk and share personalized ideas and thoughts for each company. But we've taken the elements that are easy to share and can be processed the same from company to company and put them all in one spot. So you get that you get the, the off-the-shelf version that should be off-the-shelf, the finance stuff, the entrepreneur stuff, ideas of sales, ideas of marketing, all can be shared. But your work, your goals, your convictions, your exit strategies are all being personalized and being built into one plan. I love that part of it. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because you're right. McDonaldizing the whole thing um, would be a big mistake. The way I think of it is I, I hope that our whole RevThink, you know, our ecosystem, as you and I call it, meaning all of these concepts, that they're based on principles that are universal to creative firms, but their application is totally unique on a company-by-company basis, right? And that's so that's, of course, what's really cool is we can all dive in and talk about these principles and say, okay, great, this is a, a principle of how to market and position my firm. This is a principle, principle about what makes good sales and a good sales routine. Now, how I apply that is going to be totally me, and you, yours is going to be totally you. And we don't want to do anything to uh, discourage that. That's right. 
And I know we've talked about um, published podcasts and published articles about the sales routine, marketing thoughts, um, even even in your Why Small Studio Struggle article, you're dealing with each of the ingredients that are necessary to build a company. Um, so I, I love the fact that we can share that. I love the fact that there's an opportunity to personalize, to have some one-on-one as well as group time and within a community. And, and really the ability to reach people around the world. It seems yeah. like we were going beyond New York and Los Angeles. It's um, even to get a worldwide perspective and be part of something that's worldwide is, is pretty great. It is great. I, I mean, I'm, I'm tickled because I know like when you and I were at Promax in June, um, delivering the creative entrepreneurs content there for owners, just meeting some of the folks uh, internationally, right? People from Europe and Arabia and elsewhere. That was really exciting. Um, and even South America, right? And of course, what you find fascinating, I, I think is really interesting, is that the owners are dealing with very much the same issues based on the season that they're in. Now, the solution for them to move forward is always unique, right? It's unique. It's different if you're in the UK than if you're in uh, New Zealand or you're in Argentina. You totally get that. But the principles, I think, are very similar and very, very much in common. So it's just, yeah, for me, it's very energizing to see people around the globe starting to plug into Jumpstart. And it's going to be really cool to see how it develops. So real quick, before we wrap up, why don't you talk about the the four ingredients you are going to cover in the Creative Studio Jumpstart yep. so that people understand what their what that offering is? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's easy. The, the, the first um, ingredient is really sort of the obvious one that I think everyone pretty much already has, and that's creative. We call it the work. So that's obviously where all creative firms start is that person has this talent in the creative and in the work and they start their business from there. And we don't really, you know, as consultants, we don't really touch that. That's the one ingredient that we really leave to the, the owner. Um, they've generally mastered that already. And, and that's like one of the competitive areas that we don't get into, but the next ingredients for them to make that jump, as we call it, are entrepreneurship, it's marketing and it's sales. And again, mastering all three of those more or less at the same time is what enables firms to make this leap and for the owner to make real headway on their goals. So in entrepreneurship, it's things like your vision and your goals and the structure of your business, um, getting clarity about those things and setting uh, a path for the future. And then in the areas of marketing, it's all about positioning your firm, you know, finding ways to step up and stand out, putting marketing routines in place. Um, and then in sales, you know, sales is of course probably the really big one that everyone <laughs> gets excited about because sales is so hard. Uh, but solving sales is about, you know, how do I, how do I generate leads? How do I get meetings? How do I negotiate? Um, you know, how do I close and, charge more, you know, get better projects, all of that. So we're going to tackle all that stuff. Um, again, in the months ahead, we I'll, you and I'll be, uh, doing these monthly modules for each of those ingredients as we work our way through the year. And over the course of 12 months, we'll, uh, we'll hit all that stuff. And I think it's going to be really helpful. And as people sign up, they need to know there will be homework, right? We're going to actually give them homework. They have we're, to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It, it'll be light uh, homework, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ask people to actually do some some work on their end and hopefully provide some accountability. But they'll of course have the support of their peers too, saying, "Yeah, I'm having a hard time getting my homework done too." Right. 
And I mean, but as we know, the ability to deal with the future is to create it and doing your homework is the way you create the future. You're intentional, you're building things, you're adding the elements back into your company that are healthy and strong. That's the, that's the part we'd love to infuse with the people, um, part of that program. Yeah. And I think for everyone who has started their own business, um, there is this underlying dream of like, Hey, I want, I want to be able to live life on my own terms. I want to be able to create this future that I envision, right. That that's mine. And we love, you know, empowering that and encouraging it and inspiring people to, to pursue that because yeah, it takes a lot of intentionality, but you can do it. So we do have to wrap up. Um, but just real quick, if we could, um, just highlight the things that are coming up. We have a lot going on and it seems like the next three or four weeks. Um, it'd be good for people to know what's going to be available and resources that are out there. Um, so let's just start off. First of all, motionographer.com published an article um, about you that, um, just on Monday. I know. Well, it was for, and unfortunately it wasn't just about me because it was about uh, my years at Impossible, but also the transition to RevThink and then what you know you and I and the rest of our team have been observing in the industry in terms of changes over the years and the trends and you know what we see coming in the future. So yeah, definitely encourage people to go to motionographer.com and check that out. And then I think next up is the Terranea, the Promax BDA Creative Entrepreneurs conference on sales, which is a one-day conference we're doing in LA on October the 28th. And I believe seats are still open. I know it's selling out pretty quickly, but this is going to be a great event. Uh, we have Robert Blatchford joining us. Tremendous, really smart guy. I can't wait to get his perspective, but you and I will be there yeah, leading that room full of uh, business owners and business development people and talking about sales. Like who doesn't want, you know, bigger sales, better sales, all that. We're going to dive in. Absolutely. It's going to be the master's uh, program really on the sales process all by itself. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I can't thank Promax enough for uh, creating that opportunity with us. Um, I think their new conference for creative entrepreneurs is a good vision that Steve's brought to the organization. And it really is meeting a new demographic for Promax. We're excited to be part of it. And we've just getting feedback how thankful people are um, in that process. And hey, um, we're all going to be in a room together being able to socialize. And then there's a, a cocktail hour that we're going to do at sunset. So there's going to be a bunch of relationship building and conversations getting started in that environment that I think are going to be super tremendous. And then you have a deadline coming up for Creative Studio Jumpstart, right? You want to get the people signed in and get going so you can get the season started. That's correct. Yeah, we're offering some uh, discounts to RevThinking subscribers. If people go to RevThink.com, slash jumpstart. That's one place they can jump in. They can also go to uh, revthink.com slash revthinking. And on the blog, uh, there's an article about jumpstart. And you can, if you go to the bottom, you can see a place there um, on the blog post with links. But yeah, those discounts are going to end on October 31st and the program is filling up pretty quickly. So we definitely encourage people to uh, check it out you know, holler with any questions and we'd love to have uh, more small studios join us on this exciting journey. Well, thank you, Joel. I think this wraps up this latest version of the Red Thinking podcast. It's been good to be with you and hear your voice over the airwaves. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate uh, you indulging the conversation. I know you're running late for a meeting, so <laughs> I'm going <gonna, laughs> to kick you off now and uh, we'll say <laughs> goodbye to everybody until next week. Until next week. Thanks for listening to Rev Thinking. For more insights on running your creative studio or to ask us a question, visit RevThink.com.